Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello, it is me, Mark. Yes. The man, the myth, the legend. Killer? <gasps> Happy Thunderstorm Day. Yeah, there's a thunderstorm going on outside, and it's, uh, it's freaking out the cat. She's hiding in here right now. Poor baby. Yeah. Uh, so we had a dynamite. A pretty damn good dynamite. I do say so myself. I've seen worse. This didn't even have that like many like phenomenal matches. There were only like maybe two really good ones. Um, I also I I love how you give me the thumbs up like you're ready, but then you're still when we start applying lipstick. Well, yeah, because it's really hard to get your attention. Um, before we start. So I figured I would just say yes. I was ready. That defeats the whole purpose of saying you're ready, though. Yes, but then I had to risk waiting another ten minutes. No, it's only like at least, at most, five. All right, well, so yeah, Big Dynamite debut in Los Angeles, California. Uh, we we saw a bunch of things, a bunch of things coming out of Double or Nothing, including Hiroshi Tanahashi coming out and challenging CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. We also got Blood and Guts announced by the one and only William Regal. Blog. Blog? Wouldn't it be bog? Bog. Or it would be bag. Blag. Yep. I like keeping yelling there. Okay. Um, we had uh, we had Hikaleo. I don't know if this was his uh, AEW debut, but he was there today. We had Athena making her Dynamite debut, formerly known as Ember Moon. Um, we had Miro returning. It's always these post-pay-per-view dynamites that are, that are massive. Right? I, I think that's nice, because it kind of, like, it keeps the party going, if you will. Yeah, it's what, it's what WWE should be doing with, like, their post-WrestleMania bras and SmackDowns and you know, starting a new chapter, starting new storylines, <clears throat> or building on, on storylines. We also got announced that um, Adam Page will be facing David Finley. Don't know if it's next week or this Friday. David Finley uh, of New Japan, half of Finn Juice, but not anymore, because Finn Juice is no longer. Um... Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the big stuff. MJF's trying to get fired. We'll talk about that more about that later. Um, yeah. You want to talk about some news? Yeah. Um. There do be some news. 
Um, I don't really know where to start, actually, funny enough. Okay. Um, see, the way you said that, I thought you were going to be like, okay, I have some news. I was going to be like, oh, okay, go ahead. Um, so first piece of news, Mark is devastated, I'm sure, to hear that Matt Cardona has to undergo surgery for a torn bicep. That makes sense that he lost the digital media title then. For those who yeah, don't know, yeah. Matt Cardona lost the Impact Digital Media Championship to Rich Swan at some indie show. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I think this past weekend or last week. So, um, as Rich Swan promised, he really chased Matt Cardona. Chased him down and... Uh, took that title from him. but yeah um this the, the injury itself was brought on by blake christian at gcw downward spiral mm. or rather while he was facing blake christian not necessarily because of blake christian um but yeah so he is going to be down and out for the count for a little while that's a shame especially since yeah. uh he the the um What's the name of the stable in, in Impact now? It's got a name. Oh, um, top player. Major players. players. They, since yeah. they just formed and looks like they're, they're getting to the meat of them being a group officially. Uh, it's a shame that he's going to be uh, out for a while. Although, I don't know how much tape they have left. They might have uh, tape until Slammiversary. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Like, okay. they pre-taped for episodes up until Slammiversary. Oh. Uh, you, so, you, I see. yeah, you understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not so worried. I'm not so worried. Um, be, mostly because Matt Cardona's annoying and loud no matter where he is, whether he's on the sidelines or in the ring, so... He will be heard and he will be felt some way or the other. Um, in other news, if my phone would open, I would tell you. Um, fair enough. Uh, sorry, fair enough. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, sorry, it's like fucking hot. Uh, so, not a ton of news outside of that. Um, just some a couple of pieces here and there. Um, apparently, SmackDown has teased that Zia Lee is going back to the Tian Sha gimmick. Oh? It's weird, because they put so much effort into the protector gimmick that, like... She's now protecting Tian Sha, or Mei Ying, or whoever the fuck. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um... Also, in WWE news... Um... Nikki Bella is apparently going to appear in a new Nickelodeon golf competition. Okay. Which is weird, because I remember as a child, the last thing I ever wanted to watch was golf. Um, Unless it was mini golf. I guess that's probably what this is. Um, it's part of the Nickelodeon Slime Cup next month, um, or this month, I guess now, June 25th. Um... And it's one professional golfer paired with a celebrity and a Nickelodeon star to see who can survive a Nickified golf course, according to WrestleTalk. Hmm. Interesting. Um, 
And it's funny because this article is like, it's not confirmed whether or not the Bella Twins will be entering the com- upcoming tournament to crown new WWE Tag Team Champions. Meanwhile, the Tag Team Champion tournament that they've got has been postponed. They are not doing it Of anymore. course. Of course. Probably because Sasha and Naomi in that situation. I'm sure. But Apparently- still, it doesn't seem like it's like... Speaking of them, though... I've got a little tidbit. Apparently, they haven't been in contact with WWE at all. Wow, like really? completely cut contact. Um, I lost the, the article that had it. Um, give me a minute. But, yeah, apparently the... Um, the situation between Sasha and Naomi has not improved whatsoever... And for those that haven't been in the loop, Sasha and Naomi walked out uh, of of Raw during a gauntlet before a gauntlet match, um, and uh, they they like they, they were unhappy with creative. They wanted more for the women's tag division, and because I. And, and they, they wanted uh, to walk out in protest. And they've had their merch cut off. And um, they, they've been slandered on TV. And now this is the most recent development, it looks like. And the one thing that I heard that I hadn't understood originally when I first read the story, and I think it's kind of a little talked about detail, was that... W- I think Naomi was supposed to win, but by pinning Sasha. Oh. And that's where the discourse came in. Um, I believe that was the problem. Um, which makes sense. Mm. I would be pissed off too. Yeah. Um, but so that's wild. Yeah. Um, so no idea if the situation is going to improve whatsoever. Um, at this point, I really doubt it. Um, but I'd be I'd be really surprised if they get released because you're WWE and you were worried about somebody like Jeff Hardy going over to AEW. You better be extra worried about Sasha Banks going over to AEW because she has a lot of time left and she's got mainstream. More current mainstream appeal to your target demographic than Jeff Hardy does. Well, Sasha's got her contract ending very soon, apparently. We'll see how that goes. I wouldn't be resigning. (laughs) Um, I don't know about Naomi, because I know that she's not exactly part of Hollywood, per se. But She would also kill it at AEW. She would be very much wanted, because she is incredible. There's no reality where Naomi like leaves WWE and is like mm-hmm. destitute or washed up. There's no chance. Yeah. Um, I've also got a little AEW news once to get there. Okay. Um. Let's see. Also, WWE has decided to make the very move of partnering with Rare for an upcoming documentary because, whoa, of course, whoa, WWE. Whoa, you 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 uh you lagged a bit. At the start of that. 
Let me try that again. Um, the WWE is proudly, mind you, let me, I didn't get to say that at first, is proudly partnering with Ric Flair, um, Tom Rinaldi, um, for a two-hour documentary about Ric Flair himself. Because distancing themselves, it's kind of like a bad ex where you're like, I'm never going to text him again. And then you're like, but he still has my t-shirt. And then suddenly you're texting for the next 10 months and you're like, how'd this happen? Um, anyways. Yeah, I mean... Good for them! I mean, regardless of what's happening or what, what happened and what was uncovered by Dark Side of the Ring, Ric Flair has been a huge part of WWE's history, so... It's like... Would you expect them not to do a Hulk Hogan documentary? No, I just think that it's it, 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 it's more of the fact that, like, they made a point to distance themselves by, like, excluding, like, bits and pieces of, um, like, how I think they took wheel. out, like, yeah, they took that out of, um, the opening intro thing. Mm. Um, it's like, don't do that if you're just gonna do a fucking two-hour documentary on it. I'm like... Mm. Unless, unless the documentary isn't so, uh, isn't so happy. Well, I don't think that they would be partnering with him if it was going to put him in a bad light. You never know. I'm sure uh, Ric Flair... Hey, maybe Ric's just like, sure, slander me. Ric Flair might be the type that's like, uh, all publicity is good publicity. Hey, as the back of my shirt says, it's like the worst, something, the only thing worse than... People talking about you is nobody talking about you. Thanks, Oscar Wilde. Um, all right, so um, not AEW news, but uh, Bray Wyatt's tweeting again. It's teasing a little bit he, of a return. He made several tweets. Um, the tweets read as follows: um, Everything good that's ever happened to me first came a period. Came a period horrible suffering. I imagine of, of horrible suffering. Um, I never ask why. I just wait for the rough part to end. I was chosen for whatever reason, and I've got shit to do. It doesn't hurt anymore. It burns. I'm ready now. Then he said, "I'm tired of watching. Tired of hearing irrelevant clowns speculate how I'll be perceived. Tired of hearing about my greed, my desire. Question: Wherever and whenever I decide to return, I'll remind everyone why they know my name again and again. Believe in me. Hashtag I found it. And then patience. It's almost time." Yeah, and I'm really wondering where he's going to go. Um, honestly, wherever he goes, even if it's back to WWE, I very much look forward to it, unless it's Control Your Narrative. But at this point, it's probably going to be Control Your Narrative. Yeah, Let's be honest. Well, his, his, his closest friends have all been running around there. Yeah. Um... But it's gonna like he's going to make a huge splash wherever he goes, and it's going to be great. Um, so I guess I'll get through, like, the not-so-fun news, and then I'll go into, like, an interesting piece of news. Or we'll do your news, and then we'll go into the interesting piece of news, just because I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Um, the not-so-fun news, and it's not really AEW news, but it, it the last person, the last place this person worked for was AEW, so it's going to be AEW news. Um, Jake Atlas. Uh... Without going into too much detail, yeah. um, was arrested, I believe, 
a couple days ago. I think the news broke like yesterday, but I think he got arrested. No, I th or two. It was like Monday because it was before NXT. Well, okay, so the news broke a couple days ago, but he got arrested. I think over the weekend. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure the 23rd pops out for some reason. Um, but that's not the weekend. Anyways, not the point. Um, so Jake Atlas got arrested just recently for domestic abuse allegedly, allegedly domestic abuse yeah sure we, we um, legally need to say that yeah um he his it was against his partner i guess something happened where excuse me um it, it was I, I i don't want to talk too much about it but um weird unraveling mm -hmm. um i'm sure you can find the story if you really want to online yeah um, there's rumors of who it is who the victim is but we're not going to share any yeah you can figure right that now. out for yourself um but when he was asked to give his statement um as to what unfolded to give his side of the story all he said was that he wanted to talk poorly of like his partner and that was it those were all all that's all the words he when said he wanted to talk poorly he just wanted to like yeah he said that he only wanted to talk badly of his partner and that was it um and did not like give any sort of justification for what happened so he deleted his twitter um and there were rumors that he was taken off the aw um roster page but he was never on it to begin with so he was not taken off of it yeah. um in spite of having signed i guess he was never actually put I, on the roster i don't think page, he ever so. got that graphic no i i thought he had but i guess he hadn't um but anyways so yeah that was wild to find out yeah. i hope the situation clears up soon and all is right yeah Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want more information on that, you can literally just look up Jake Atlas, and I'm sure you will find yes. it. Um, as far as my news goes, the AEW video game Fight Forever. Tony Khan has a little bit of an update on it. Um, apparently, they're gonna keep updating the roster with all their new signees, and the the roster is not finalized currently. Um, now this might hinder the release date, delay it a little bit, but if it means we'll get a better game out of it, that's perfectly fine. Rather, a, a good, uh, a good game that releases eventually, as opposed to a bad game, or a, a broken game that's broken forever. Um, or a rushed game that's bad forever, something like that, whatever the quote is. Um, but he, Tony Khan confirmed that the roster would continue to expand after release through DLC additions. Um, said he's not going to put an exact date on it, but we've put a lot of time and effort into the development of this game. It's going to be great. A lot of the great stars of AEW are in it, and a number of people who've come in, even in the past year, will be featured in the game, and a lot of big stars have come in in the past year, and we've added some stars along the way that I think are really important to get in the game for everybody um i'm trying to see if he says anything any any other new information 
Um, no, it does not look like it. Um, but this is all according to mandatory.com. So, cool. It seems like that 50, was it 51, 53 wrestler roster uh, is not the final number as we previously uh, reported. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my last piece of news, it's not really news, it's just kind of speculation. Um, but WrestleTalk gave a list of 10 matches that they think could potentially happen at um, Forbidden Door. And I just kind of wanted to run those by you. Right. Um, number 10 is Darby Allen versus Hiromu Takahashi. Mm. Mm. I could see that. I could see that happening. That sounds like a good match. Mostly because they're both not really worried about mortality, it would seem. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both the uh, same weight class. Be, yeah, I think that'd be a really good match. Yeah. Um, then, obviously, I think something that's guaranteed is FTR versus United Empire for the Ring of Honor. Um Oh, they're they're speculating that's for the Ring of Honor and the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Yeah, there there's speculation that they're gonna win at Dominion now that they're uh, making a claim for Forbidden Door, and that seems even more likely. So the FTR can then become the IWGP Tag Champs, which would be adding to their already stacked lineup of of championships. Also, this will be the only pay-per-view that I will actually accept a bajillion and nine matches because that's what we deserve. Yeah, because most of these are one-time or uh, first-time matchups. Right. Um, next one, another kind of not shocking, um, Eddie Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki. I don't think that's super far out there. Uh, no, I... When when is oh wait did Eddie versus I Ishii already happen? Was that was that uh? No, it was Ishii versus Suzuki at uh, what's it called? Not Capital Collision. Oh wait, no, it was Eddie versus Ishii at Capital Collision, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe Eddie versus Suzuki, and then. Sounds like a good call, actually. They have history, too, so... I could also see Lance versus Suzuki, maybe? Why would they do Suzuki game versus Suzuki Maybe he is... I don't know. If they had Lance on TV actually, like, cutting promos, or Jake the Snake cutting promos, maybe he could be pissed off at Suzuki Goon for some reason. I don't know. Must we remind Elizabeth that Lance is not on TV? <laughs> um, a fun little uh, proposed Los Ingobernables um, feud Andrade and Roosh versus Naito and Shingo Jesus fuck <sighs> that was a lot of light I mean that sounds like a good matchup I don't know not fond? I think I'd want Naito elsewhere, honestly. Maybe maybe just Naito and, and Andrade singles. 
Save Shingo for someone else um, higher on the card. Okay. Uh, Joe versus Ishii. For the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Who versus Ishii? Smoja. Oh, that's a big beefy battle right there. Um, then there's Undisputed Elite, which is Adam, Young Bucks, Red Dragon versus or Red Dragon um, versus Chaos with Okada, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Rapongi Vice. Now that that I disagree, that I hugely disagree with. Oh my god, yeah. yes, yeah. You don't want fair. Okada and Adam Cole in a fucking multi-man match. No. Get a singles match with those two. Okay. Um, the match that would kill Elizabeth and her incredible human being. Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, that's 100% happening. Like, that's all but confirmed. If and when that happens, I just want everyone to know I'm not taking fucking notes. I'm going to tell you that it happened. I'm going to sit here and smile. And that's all you're going to get because that's all I'm going to be able to offer to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that would actually fucking kill me. Um, well, this one was disproven. Um, they were proposing Moxley versus Tanahashi. That's happening. That's happening elsewhere. But Mox is going to be pissed yeah. off at Punk now. <laughs> Just going to stand back there like. Um. <laughs> This I don't quite agree with, but maybe um, Hangman versus Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, <sighs> assuming Jay gets it, but I'm sure he will. Uh, I could definitely see that happening. That would be an insanely cool match. Who's feuding? Is anyone feuding with uh, Undisputed Elite right now? Jurassic Maybe. Express. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, the Hardys. Yeah. Uh, they should do Sting versus Jay White. How big of a match would that be? <laughs> Wouldn't that be huge? That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Sting would. I mean, Sting could actually do a lot now. Um. But hang, Hangman does seem like a really good option. The thing is, though, I, it's so soon after he lost the belt. It's so soon. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's hard of me to think of a better matchup. What about Wardlow? Wardlow versus Jay White. Jay does like picking on people that are not his own size. And you want you want Jay White to get some heat in AEW? Put him against the biggest babyface right now in AEW. And that's Wardlow. Okay. Fair enough. And have MJF manage Jay White for the match. And MJF joins Bullet Club. Mark Sterling joins Bullet Club too. Mark Um, Sterling fires evil. Last um, potential matchup. Again, not happening now as we know it. 
um, was Punk versus Osprey. Oh, that yeah, that would I wouldn't guess that would happen at all. Um, I don't know. Osprey Osprey seems too fast for uh, Punk right now. Like th those styles don't match up at all. I would save Osprey for like uh uh I oh man, who has a lot of stamina in in AEW? Like who can go? Uh, Dante? Uh, that's a squash match right there. That it's a squash <laughs> match, but I'm just trying to think of like people who don't touch the ground and that's kind of Will Ospreay's style. Scorpio. Scorpio versus Osprey. Oh, that yeah. that's a sick match. Knowing our luck though, we'd probably get Sammy versus Osprey. No, because it's two heels. Tony doesn't book that. After after Osprey gets better, he's gonna be like, oh, now that I'm healthy again, I'm nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, all you got uh, an empire already tweeners as it is. Yeah, you need an empire I like because like they confuse me like that. Mm. Akira though, he is one hundred percent heel. But Cobb is is a tweener. Oh, did we lose you? I can I can still hear you. I can hear you? Mm-hmm. I You're live. I, I I could hear you but you're you're frozen. And now I can't hear you. you can't hear me? Oh wait, no, now I can. Oh, that was weird. Um, coming back to me. You're coming back to me. Let's start talking about uh, dynamite. Now that we got through the news, yeah. we started off the match with CM Punk and FTR, the uh, AW World Champion and Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions versus Gun Club and Max Caster. Um, it was so weird. There was like the loudest crack of thunder when I lost you, and I was like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> um, so we start with Austin versus Dax Harwood. Um, we get a big chop to Austin after a long back and forth. This gets cash in. Um, he trips Austin. We get a drop elbow from Dax onto Austin. Then we get a drop kick and a back body drop to the newly legal Colton. Caster gets in, Cash decides he's going to tag out. Or maybe he's not. And maybe he is, but then he's not. But then he looks at Punk and he's like, yeah, sure. It, it seems it like very confusing. It's, it's, I, I got the vibe he didn't see Punk. Like, like Punk wasn't making it obvious. Like, he was doing, he was doing the hot tag thing of, like, you know, putting his hand out for the crowd pop. But I don't think Cash saw it, and that's why he pointed at him, and was, and that was to get the pop. Fair enough. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a confusing moment. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I li I literally just curled this piece of hair, and now she's like, the humidity. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so Punk gets in. He hits some axe handles to Max's arm. Then Caster sends Punk into the corner. We get a crossbody to Max off the ropes. Cash gets back in. Then Dax gets in off of that. Cash goes up top. Um, body slams Caster to the ground before Dax covers, but no pin. Um, 
Dax then takes on Caster and Colton before Austin trips him up. Colton gets in, slugs Dax, drop kicks him. Cash then tries to argue on behalf of Dax to Aubrey, but that distracts Aubrey, allowing Billy Gunn, who is ringside, to lay into Dax a little bit. Then we get a belly to back to Colton, though. Tides change a little bit. Dax goes to tag out, but Austin and Caster pull Dax and CM Punk off the apron. We get a team flapjack to Dax from the Gunn brothers. Um, but eventually... Dax slams Austin. Um, then Colton gets a neckbreaker to Austin. Or no, this was Punk. Because I put that at the end of my fucking note. Uh, Punk gets in, slams Austin, slams Colton. Hits a neckbreaker to Austin. Goes up top. Gets the elbow drop. Wants the GTS. But then... Miss- oh, we lost you. I'll fucking cry. <laughs> we got you back now. Oh, good. Um, where'd you lose me? Oh, man, I could not tell you. I don't remember the... the um... what, what, What's yeah. the last note you just said? I'll tell uh, you. I'll I was talking about Billy Gunn. Huh? I was talking about Billy Gunn coming okay. in. Okay, yeah, you did mention that. You did mention Billy. Okay. So, yeah, Billy Gunn gets up on the apron, goes to step into the ring, um, mostly as a distraction tactic, because then Austin tries to roll CM Punk up. Punk tries to powerbomb him into his father. Oh, my fucking God. I hate lightning <laughs> so much. You got a power um, Yeah, it's reflecting off of things. Um, Punk tries to powerbomb him into his father. It doesn't really work. <laughs> um, then... He hits the GTS. Dax and Cash are in after that with the big rig to win the match. Kind of nice. Yeah. Short, sweet, not too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should also mention the uh, the new stage for uh, Dynamite today. Uh, they had a, a big LED screen behind the tunnels. Um, and the ramp was was an LED ramp. This was really well done, in my opinion, better than uh, WWE's because this one seemed very smooth and, and glossy. Whereas WWE's... Yeah. Even, I don't know. It's not, not as smooth and glossy. It seems uh, more industrial. Yeah. I get that. Um, so Punk then gets on the mic and he says, I've never done drugs in my life, but I imagine this is what it feels like. I still got a lot of work to do, still miles to travel, and I know I I gotta get better. This is kind of referencing that slip he made on, on the ropes. He lost his footing and, and couldn't necessarily get off the move he wanted. Um, but uh, he continues, I wouldn't be here if my road to success wasn't littered with mistakes. I, I'm gonna get better, and you can call me what you want, but you gotta call me champ. And then Dax Harwood gets on the mic, and he says, Those things Punk hasn't done, I've done. Meaning all the drugs. <laughs> uh, it feels that good to do those things. Pro wrestling means the world to me. In the crowd is my beautiful wife and baby girl. And being Ring of Honor Tag Team Champ means the world to me in cash. When you attack me and my best friend. If you're from a different company, the same company. Sorry, Finley. Bring your ass out here. I don't know why he said Finley, bring your ass. What was, what was that? 
I think he he mixed I, up the program. Yeah. I think that he fucked up. And that was weird cuz he said Finley and I was like David? Yeah. It, That's a weird choice to face Punk. It's like he forgot who attacked him. Title. <laughs> yeah. I I was just I was I, I was so confused by the concept of like Finlay being remotely near this part of the program. So when he said that, I was like, I didn't even think about it really. I was like, no. And then, you know, everything else happened. I was like, more confused. Yeah, but uh, Sean, I'm seeing Sean Rossap didn't tweet about it. I'm wondering if if someone else did. But that was weird. That was very weird. That was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the vibe was. <laughs> Very strange. Um, CM Punk then says that brings us to New Japan Pro Wrestling, some of the best pro wrestlers in the world, and I happen to stand in the ring with two of the best. We've got a pay-per-view to sell. I know you're back there. Show me who you've got. And then, out comes... Hiroshi Tanahashi. And that's a very good choice for Punk's uh, challenger because he's a huge name and uh, he can easily take a loss to Punk. Unlike someone like Okada. Yeah. Unless they wanted to do like a 60 minute draw, but I don't think Punk has a stamina for that. Although he might. You never know. Um... So next, we have a very... I know you're frozen for me right now, but I'm just going to keep going. Um, we, we had a very interesting promo for MJ, from MJF. He says, I'm in a lot of pain right now after what happened on Sunday, but all of you people do... Uh, but, all of you peop- but all you people want to do is hear me talk. You want to hear me talk. I'll talk, but this is Max Friedman talking. Big merger, boss. A lot of important execs here to watch. It would be a shame if something bad happened. I wouldn't want to embarrass you, man. You've been trying to sit down with me to hash things out, haven't you? Too little, too late. When this company first started, it was all friends wrestling. Except me. I have good penmanship because I created moment after moment for this company and I still get no respect. Nobody is on my level. Everything I touch turned gold. There is nothing I can't do. And a lot of this is referencing um, the, one of the big problems in this whole situation is that MJF has been a big feature in the company, helped rise it to where it is now, um, and then you have all these w- XWWE signings that are making probably substantially more money than, than any AEW uh, uh, pillar. Uh, He says, every time I come out here, I am expected to hit home runs. I am not expected to hit home runs. I am expected to hit grand slams, and I do that shit on a weekly basis. All the other boys get to settle for being great, great, but I have to be perfect. I'm 26 years old and held under a microscope. I have held this company on my back for months. It's funny to hear boos, but I also hear clapping. That's interesting. Where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? It's the boys in the back, too. They all they all want my spot. Well, they can have it, because I don't want to be here anymore. 
Now let's talk about you fans. You're not fans. You're uneducated marks. You sit there on your, uh, on your, you sit there, on, I don't know what I wrote. Uh, you sit, you sit there tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. You don't know shit. Your opinions suck. Your opinions change at the drop of the dime. And then you pretend your new opinion has been your old one. And then he references how he's been told that he can't wrestle. Um... Now he's being told that he's a great wrestler, even though he was previously told otherwise. Um, I'm the only guy that makes you feel. Unlike those guys, I don't have to do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. I am a generational talent, and you people consistently take me for granted. It's not just you, it's the big man in the back too. Here's something he doesn't want you to know. Who's the biggest minute-to-minute -minute draw? It's me. Or maybe, I think it's the second biggest minute-to-minute -minute draw. Uh, do me a favor. Ask Stat Boy Tony. Don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him. Make sure he hoards all that money so he can give it all the to all those ex WWE guys coming in. Hey boss, would you treat me better if I was an ex WWE guy? He kind of is. He was in that promo of Samoa Joe, where he was security. <laughs> uh, maybe you don't get it. Here's the problem. You have a position of power in a wrestling company, but the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them pointing to the crowd. Tony, I want you to fire me. And he starts going on a tirade, uh, and it's censored, but all he I listened to the uncensored version. All he did was call Tony Khan in, in uh, a fucking mark. A fucking uneducated mark, something like that. Um, and then just repeated, fire me, fire me, fire me. And then his mic gets cut, and it fades to commercial as he's yelling into the mic. And, um, that, w that was his pipe bomb. And a pipe bomb it sure was. Yeah. Um, some people are kind of pissed about this, because they're like, oh, but he was offered, like, everything that he wanted. Like, well, it's like, you don't get it. Yeah. As Sean Mossap tweeted, I absolutely believe the MJF AEW situation has become a work now. It absolutely didn't start yeah. as one in March, but it turned into a real, real good one as of this week, and that is absolutely right. Um, as far as we know, and um, yeah, it, it is it is one hundred percent a work now. Like they would be stupid to not talk about this and make a story about this. Um, but now the question is, where does MJF's story go? Like, how do you take this into a match? Who represents Tony or AEW? Hangman? He wanted to defend Maybe. AEW. It's true. Or, because uh, I don't think MJF's getting one on on Hangman. MJF needs a win. Like, that, yeah. he needs one. Because um, he lost to Punk and Wardlow. Who could they throw in? Who, who's, who's his next feud? I don't know. If... I don't know. Hmm. I can't think. 
trying to think if there's like any big baby faces that maybe like Christian's not gonna be a, a face for much longer. Miriam said plot twist, this is the beginning of AWWWE open door. God imagine. Imagine. Forbidden door part two the face is Austin Theory. <laughs> Um, yeah. man, because it, it doesn't seem like they have any, like, like, AEW faithful wrestlers. Like, no one who wrestles for the good of the company. Besides Hangman, and he's not, he's not fighting MJF. He's not losing to Max. No. I could see Jungle Boy. Maybe if he, like... Well, but Jungle Boy's not even a loss. Yeah, because I think that Christian's gonna turn heel and Jungle Boy's gonna go full, full. Like he's already a baby face, mm. but like he's going to continue further into the baby face direction. Yeah. Man, I don't know. And maybe there's people that just like aren't being featured right now that I can't think of. Um, unless he wants to wrestle Tony Khan himself. Um, Brian Cage? Could Brian Cage pull a, hey man, Tony Khan's given me, no, because Tony Khan kept him off TV for so long. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. maybe? But MJF already had a program with him. Yeah. Brock Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Anderson and Arn Anderson. I mean... I love it. It's perfect. I mean, I could see... Ooh, maybe Christopher Daniels. Ooh, okay. He, uh, in, in BTE, he works for AEW. Maybe that's how you reintroduce him back into uh, the storyline. Kind of acting as that liaison. I could see that. I could see CD losing to MJF too. I mean, CD's last match is, uh, um, was losing to Danielson. Uh, Miriam suggested Darby Allen. We we already saw that recently. Not with Sting though, I don't think. Um, did we see MJF and Darby? Yeah, because that that was um, All Out. I think. Oh, no, not yeah. All Out because that was uh, Punk and Darby. But MJF was before Punk and Darby. Maybe Dustin Rhodes too. I could see Dustin Rhodes and MJF. Um, anyway, we're we're straying a bit far. Um, <clears throat> up next, we have Johnny Elite versus Miro. Johnny Elite's open challenge, and Miro returns to AEW and to wrestling. Um, right on. Before you start the match, I have a little fun fact. A little quick little oh, fun Dina. fact. Oh, MJ, or not MJF. Okay, MJF on, on the mind. Miro was out for the entirety of Hangman's reign. Miro did not see Hangman as champion at all. 
uh, Mira's last appearance uh, before tonight was November 13th, 2021 at Full Gear. Um, and it was a couple hours before Hangman. And Hangman lost the belt to Punk last Sunday. So, Miro could have not even known that Hangman was champion. I would love for, like, Hangman to, like, kind of be like, don't you know who I am? Like, don't you know what I just, like, went through? And Hang- Miro's just like, the fuck? But this is... No! This is an e- like Like, if Tony Khan's looking at this, that is an easy start to a Miro-Hangman feud. Miro could easily just be like, hey, I never got a chance to fight you. And bring that title to God. Well, no, he wouldn't bring it to God. He'd smack God with it. Yeah. Because title belt and wrestling is the only thing that can defeat God. Miro versus God will forever be one of the best feuds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Johnny tries to take Miro's legs out, but Miro is Miro, and it naturally does not work. Um... Clotheslines Johnny, he suplexes Johnny. We get a roundhouse to Miro, kind of slows him down a little bit after a full commercial break of Miro just brutalizing Johnny. Johnny then splashes Miro, goes up top, comes down, and just narrowly misses Miro. And by just narrowly misses him, I mean, like, his foot still smacked Miro, but, like, Miro was not supposed to. Uh, We then get a pump kick to Johnny and a game over to win. Yeah, yeah. Very dominant fashion. Um, But not so much a squash. Um, I think it was over five minutes because there was a commercial break in there. Um, so it's not completely burying Johnny Elite. No, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm very excited to see where Miro goes now. Obviously, he can't make a claim for the title just yet. Um, but I I want to see it him and Hangman. I want to see that so bad. That'd be really cool. I would not hate that. Um, so up next, we have a promo from Jericho Appreciation Society. And Angelo Parker says, At double or nothing, we dominated anarchy in the arena. Therefore, AEW Galaxy, appreciate us. <laughs> Obviously, a play on acknowledge us. Oh, so good. Um... Uh, Matt, I think Matt Menard said, double or nothing, did you see it? Did you order the pay-per-view? Because if you did, then you'd know we're the princes of pain. Nobody does it better. Jericho says... The princes of pain. Yeah, princes of pain. <laughs> uh, Jericho says, I know you all wanted to sing, but you don't deserve it tonight. What you deserve is the winners, the J-A-S. Winning that match was not without a price. I had my hair pulled out. That psycho Eddie Kingston comes to the ring with a gas can, pours gas all over me, and wants to light me on fire. What kind of man burns another man? The irony. Oh, the irony, Mr. Wizard. Uh, Then there's another piece of trash, Danielson. He says I'm going to kick his expletive head in. After he said he's going to kick my head... Uh, We choked him out of the match, and he's not here tonight. Uh, That's the same thing Garcia's going to do to that fathead Moxley tonight. 
every time sports entertainers versus pro wrestlers, sports entertainers always win. Uh, and then Eddie Kingston and Regal come out, which is an interesting combination, but Eddie says, I want to fight all of you right now. Mr. Regal, let them know where I want to fight. And Regal gets on the mic and simply just says, Blood and Guts! It's not war games, but it's blood and guts. It's just, it's, it's almost as good. Um, Jericho says, you want blood and guts? You ain't getting blood and guts. And they all attack Eddie. Um, but Ortiz appears in the ring and lays out Jericho and cuts off a lock of his hair. Jericho says, you stupid son of a bitch, you cut my hair. My hair is worth more than your entire existence. You want blood and guts, you've got it. It's just that easy. Uh, but in order for you to get blood and guts, I want something too. I'm going to shave your stupid head, bald Ortiz. Jericho versus Ortiz, hair versus hair. I'm going to beat you, shave you, and burn you. Why? Because I'm a wizard. God. Oh, it's it's just so good. It's so good. Um, I'm I'm so tired of Jericho. <laughs> I love it. I love all of this. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I I feel like we're getting to a point in AEW where it's like kind of going back to uh, to when it was like phenomenal, like if, like a couple of years ago. When you're getting like these ridiculous matchups, like, like Jericho versus Ortiz, hair versus hair, like when you had like that the the backlot brawl or whatever between uh, best friends and Santana and Ortiz, um, I don't know. I I think think we're going back to a point where they're having fun with it. They're getting creative for a little bit. It, I don't know. It felt a little not bland, but like. Like, they just weren't having run fun. Run of the mill. Yeah, run of the mill a little bit. Because double or nothing, it was... A little... Here or there. Um, what would really help... It's not booking Britt Baker so well. Elevate the other women. Like... What other women? Like, Tony Storm. Elevate Jamie above Brit. Elevate Chris Statlander. Penel uh, Penelope Other... injured. Mm. You're telling me that there are women's wrestlers that the aren't bunny. prepared? Um, we 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 don't need to argue for elevating Athena because Tony probably will. Marina Shafir. Um, I don't know if Emi Sakura is still wrestling with with AEW, but is she still around? Um, I'm trying to think what other like stars they have in the women's division. Nyla Rose, get Nyla Rose away from Nikki or Vicky. That'd be great. But yeah, there's so many great women. Jamie Hayter needs a, needs the title too. One of the titles. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think that's coming. Or I think her time in the sun is coming. She should fight Athena. 
once she gets the TBS title. Um, so then we get um, Undisputed Elite and Hikaleo versus Jurassic Express, Matt Hardy, and Darby Allen in a 10-man tag match. Yes. Um, we start with Kyle and Jungle Boy. We get an arm drag to Kyle. Jungle Boy kips up. Kyle takes out to Bobby. Christian gets in. Um, it's an old man fight. Um, they hit a team hip toss to Bobby. And then Nick, who spent a lot of this match in places he shouldn't have been. Kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I was just noticing it more. Um, Matt Hardy gets in. He goes up, hits the elbow to Bobby. And by the way, Matt Hardy gets in. Much to Christian's reluctance, because Christian definitely stares him down for like a hot second. He's like, mm, I don't know about this. Um, then Matt Jackson gets in. He gets punched by Christian. Nick tries to save him to no avail. Um, we get a swinging DDT to Matt Jackson from Christian. Bobby tries to attack Christian, but gets attacked by Darby. And then Hurricane Rana by Jungle Boy off the apron. And then it breaks down. Nick Jackson and Kyle get clobbered by Luchasaurus. We get a choke slam and a moonsault onto Nick. Hikaleo comes in for a second. Um, does just about fuck all. Kind of just fends Luchasaurus off. Um, then we have Kyle versus Darby. Again, we start where we were originally. I believe. Unless it was kind of... Uh, did we start with Kyle and Jungle Boy? Yeah, we did. Sorry. Well, basically where we started. Um, then we get a start to Kyle and Hikaleo. Um nearly fucking dies yeah yeah oh my god he uh lands right on his head on the uh, ringside and somehow gets right back up he's like rick boogs yeah yeah he, uh, he felt nothing um well hopefully he felt something um <laughs> uh gets up catches darby so that bobby can kick him and then kyle can him with the brain buster matt hardy gets in hitting mac jackson into the buckles that neck uh then Nick, then Kyle. Hikaleo is almost knocked into the buckles, but will not allow it. Um, he nearly splashes Matt Hardy, but Matt Hardy avoids him. Christian then drop kicks him. And then we get a DDT to Hikaleo from Matt Hardy and a spear from Christian as he goes over the ropes. Um, but we get some super kicks to Matt Hardy from the Young Bucks and then to Luchasaurus and then to Jungle Boy and then to Luchasaurus one more time for good measure. Um, then we get Bobby and Kyle with the high load of Christian and then the Meltzer driver from the Young Bucks to Jungle Boy for Team Young Bucks Super Elite, whatever. Undisputed Elite. Undisputed Elite, sure. I, I'm so glad the heels won because if they gave a face win, it would not have looked good at all. Um, the heels definitely needed this win. Especially Red Dragon, because they, they should be getting a title shot sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, up next we have an interview with Swerve in our glory, and uh, they have a whole posse with them. Swerve's introducing the whole posse, one of which is uh, the, the stuntman for Black Panther in the MCU. Um... One one of them's like a, a stylist or a fashion guru, and I, I was wasn't paying attention to the rest. Um, yeah, but then Keith fun. gets on the mic, and he says, "Whether it's tag or singles, the gold will happen again. I expect you all to swerve in our glory." Um, and then out back to the ramp, we have an interview with Athena. 
And she says, I can finally say it. Athena is all elite, baby. It's not a surprise why I'm here. The competition is top tier. That, uh, that of one dominant TBS champion, Jade Cargill. But Jade, let me keep it 100 with you. All streaks were made to be broken. I'm going to be the one to break yours. So you can say this or that. But I am the fallen goddess. I am the alpha. And then Jade interrupts saying, Tony, cut the shit. Say this or that. I'm that bitch. Now let me introduce the best talker in the game. And then Stokely Hathaway, formerly known as Malcolm Bivens, gets on the mic. What we've been waiting for. And he says, Athena, how dare you interrupt us at double or not as double or sorry. How dare you interrupt as a double or nothing first day on the job. It is my job to let you and everyone know that this woman is a queen. This woman is a goddess. This woman is our TBS champion, and I know you want your title shot, but not today. <clears throat> then Kira Hogan steps up to Athena. Anna Jay comes out and steps up to Red Velvet. And then Chris Statlander comes comes out and she steps up to Red Velvet. And then Anna Jay kind of switches to Jade. Um, I mean, obvious six women tag. But I'm hoping not. I'm hoping it's like singles matches. Get Kira versus uh, Athena. Chris versus Red. Maybe Anna and Chris versus Kira and Velvet. Uh, Red, Velvet. And then Athena versus uh, Jade. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want the cliche six-woman tag. All sides against each other, you know? Yeah. But things are shaping up. It's looking really fun. And I'm looking forward to uh, Athena versus Jade. Um, then we get Wardlow versus J.D. Drake. Wardlow making his first appearance as All Elite now. He's got music. Same music, yeah. but he's got music again. He's got his War Wardlow music back. His War Daddy music. Um, Wardlow flattens Drake with a lariat. Drake gets speared and then slammed into the ground. And then Wardlow gets his titties out and it's powerbomb time. And uh, J.D. Drake loses the match. Yes. Uh, but then Mark Sterling comes out. And he says, Wardy, not so fast. You must be pretty pleased. Tickled pink. And Wardlow just says, this guy doesn't watch the product. Uh, Sterling says, I'm serving you with a class action lawsuit on behalf of the security, the people you've been beating up. And security goes after Wardlow and to hand him uh, the paper, or the, the lawsuit. And Wardlow just powerbombs one of them, and you just hear Sterling go, That man has a family! <laughs> and then he uh, rips up the, the document, the paper, and shoves it in the security guard's mouth. If if I was Tony Khan, I'd be pissed. I'd be I'd be on Mark Sterling's side, because it's like, you're laying out all the security. What good is the security if you're, if you're harming all of them? It's true. But um, we then have an interview with Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert and Ethan Page. Uh, Dan says, whether you like Dante or not, nobody can deny this kid's potential. He does everything right. He, uh, he does everything right. He can end up like Scorpio. 
um, Scorpio says, and I, I hope I got this right. None of that potential is going to get you close to Genie. Is that what he said? Genie? I definitely didn't hear. If it's Genie, that sounds like a, like a nickname for the belt. Um, but I might have just misheard. Um, so go on vacation because on Friday you're going to get your ass handed to you. Dante walks in and he says, I think I'm better than you right now. On Friday, I'm going to prove it. And this sounded like a face promo from uh, Scorpio, Ethan, and Dan. Yeah. Which I hope. Because I I don't know. I'm curious what a face Dan Lambert sounds like. I'm sure somehow it's still sexist. <laughs> it's like the same thing, just without the sexism. It's still like antagonistic and mean. <laughs> no, I feel like it's I feel like it's like you know, you seem like a really nice guy, but she's also a whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but also you're a really nice guy like he's now calling the heels whores Ugh. I just I don't know if Dan Lambert knows how to cut a promo without being sexist in some capacity <laughs> I mean he did he did here well there weren't any women true true so um but Dante versus Scorpio is gonna be a good uh good a good match before a real feud comes along. Um, so then we have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Yeah. Um, we've got Britt versus Tony to start. Tony decides that her best start is by taking Jamie off the apron. It doesn't really hurt because um, she ends up stomping Britt in the corner. Britt, Britt slides out, decides to flaunt her little heart title belt. Um, it's not a title belt. Like I said, it was just a trophy, really. Um, Jamie then finds herself in a position where Britt gets back in. Britt kind of doesn't want to be in anymore, and she wants to tag out, and Jamie's like, I don't know about that. Um, Britt nearly gets rolled up because of that. We get a drop kick to Britt's face. Ruby gets in. We get a twisting neckbreaker to the floor from Britt as Jamie stomps on Ruby a little bit more. Then we go to commercial break. Um, after commercial break, it's Britt versus Ruby still. Jamie takes Tony off the apron. But Britt gets cytosuplexed. Um, then we get Jamie and Tony, and we get a shoulder tackle. Tony takes Britt off the apron because Tony just does not have tunnel vision. Um, then we get a hip attack to Jamie from Tony. Jamie counters with a swinging DDT ringside, um, and then a oh sorry, Jamie counters the swinging DDT ringside with a floor level brain buster. Um, Ruby then cross by Jamie. Britt super kicks Ruby. This gets Jamie back in the ring. We get a sliding knee to Tony from Jamie, and then a thrust kick to Ruby from Britt. Um, and then a high knee to Tony from Jamie. Um, and eventually, Jamie slams Ruby. Um, Jamie then tags out. Britt gets in, goes up top, comes down. Like she had no real plan of being up top. She kind of just jumps down, hits the butterfly suplex on Ruby. Ruby, however, gets her no future off onto Britt. Um, but Britt transitions the cover into the lockjaw. Ruby rolls back. Jamie comes sliding and rolls Ruby forward. And we get a swinging neckbreaker to Ruby from Britt. Britt then almost hits Jamie as Jamie takes Tony off the apron. Um, and eventually, Ruby gets the destination and then off to Britt. Um, she wins. And Jamie decides that you can't do that to my friend and attacks Tony and Ruby afterwards. Yes. 
Um, it was a really good match. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, because Tony and Jamie are the most hard-hitting women on the entire roster, and it's so much fun to watch them wrestle. Yeah. Can't wait to see more Jamie. Yeah. Um... So then we had John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. Right after. Yeah. Um, Monday we also found out around this time that Vince Vaughn and Macaulay Cole. Um, weird yeah. crew. Um, Very weird, but also really cool. Macaulay Culkin, I kind of knew because I think Macaulay Culkin's been at other shows. Yeah. I feel like this is not the first time I've seen Macaulay Culkin at an AEW show. I don't know. But I don't feel like it is. I think he's had been at WWE shows before. I think. Maybe. Um, but very cool to see Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn didn't look like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we get a shoulder tackle to Garcia and then a hard slap. Um, Garcia kicks the shoulder of Moxley. Moxley ends up taking a chop from Garcia. And just kind of like turns around like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, stares him down, slaps the like, teeth out of Garcia's mouth, kicks him in the spine, continues to kick him in the spine. Garcia gets fucking brutalized. Um, both men topple off the apron after Moxley goes for the paradigm shift on the apron. Um, Moxley then gets sent into the stairs, and the stitches that he has, he's got about seven stitches from the match that he had at Double or Nothing. Yes, thank you. Um, they are broken open. Moxley ends up... I think we went to commercial break when it... Like, this is why it was kind of jarring. Moxley just ends up soaked in blood. Yeah. Um, Garcia is then sent flying from the ring. But when Garcia gets back in, he gets the hammer and anvil elbows off to Moxley. And Moxley turns it around into hammer and el- anvil elbows to Garcia. Um, we then get a funky little submission to Moxley from Garcia. But Moxley grabs the rope. Um... Moxley's still hit with a pile driver. Garcia gets a lovely little sharpshooter, refreshing after all of Double or Nothing, where we saw a bunch of horrible sharpshooters. Um, Garcia then takes Moxley over a table, and then Jericho comes out, distracts. Garcia tries to take advantage of this, tries to roll Moxley up. It doesn't work. Um, and then Eddie Kingston comes out. He attacks Jericho. Moxley gets the bulldog choke off on to Garcia to win the match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty simple. Very fun, very bloody match. Um, I was expecting to see Wheeler Yuta show up. It's kind of disappointing because he, he's. Yesterday he was done with uh, Best of Super Junior. I'd give it till Rampage on. What was that? I said I'd give it until Rampage. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but then, uh, Eddie Kingston comes out, <laughs> or Eddie, Eddie Kingston's already out because he almost tripped trying to attack, uh, Jericho. Um, Bless his soul. and he gets in the ring with Mox and Mox says, Eddie, you're one hard guy to love, but you know, I love it. You want blood and guts? Sign up John Moxley. You've got blood and guts. But this brings up an interesting point now, and I mentioned this to you before, but uh, with that said, 
saying sign up John Moxley. It looks like there like there's going to be a little sign up storyline where Eddie's trying to recruit for his team, making sure his whole team is good with it. Obviously, we are Yuta is going to be down. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be 5v no. Yeah, 5v5. So Mox, Eddie, obviously Yuta. Cuz even at the end of Best of Super Junior or at the end of his match, Yuta said fuck you Chris Jericho, something like that. Um he said he's going to fuck up Chris Jericho and all of Jericho Appreciation side or something yeah. like that. Um, now that leaves two spots. And there's Danielson, Santana, and Ortiz. That is six. Now, you mentioned Danielson saying no. Because this whole recruitment thing leaves room for somebody to say no. Um, yeah. Yeah? Um, I'll see you're, you're frozen for me right now again. He froze for me too. Um. Yeah, I mean, Danielson could have problems with, uh, Eddie after the whole gasoline situation. But what if either Santana or Ortiz said no? Maybe Ortiz will because Ortiz already has a match with Jericho. I I thought about that. Maybe he maybe he gets his head shaved and he's like, I can't do. Well, this. no, because Blood and Guts happens on the twenty ninth, and the hair versus hair match happens on July fifteenth. That's why I said it's crazy that they're booking this out so far in advance. Maybe Santana says no. I don't know. I would guess Ortiz, because Ortiz is already busy. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be like, I've got so much to prepare for my Chris hair versus hair match that I, I just can't do it. I'm sorry, guys. And at least. I mean, obvious, the, the most obvious one is Danielson. Right, but I think that Danielson and I think Mox is going to convince Danielson. It's going to be like a, oh, like they're overcoming their odds to like fight together kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I think Ortiz is the only one who can kind of get off the hook because Eddie loves Ortiz. And it's known that Eddie loves Ortiz. So if Ortiz is like, I, I can't do it. Eddie's going to be like, no worries. But because Ortiz is loved by Eddie so much, that, that makes me think he's going to do it, and Santana's going to say no, because we've seen more singles action from Santana outside of AEW than we have with Ortiz, and maybe he has a little program outside of that, a little, a little match. Um, I feel like we're putting too much thought into it, and it's going to end up being like some just like it's like bullshit. it's like, like Danielson oh, well, says actually, no. Santana's getting married that weekend, so like he's not going to be around. Or or it's all six of them, and JAS gets an additional. That's what I was also thinking. That's what I said. Or and then I was like, I think it's ten on ten, though. I think it's with blood and guts. Ten on ten or five on five. Imagine that ten on ten. Anyways, I'm going to change the size. Is it ten on? Is it five on five? Because like. Inner Circle last time, it was Jericho, um, Santana, Ortiz, Hager, Sammy, 
There wasn't a sixth, right? No. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to say Danielson leaves just because he loves to get bloody. Yeah, and I think he's a draw. Yeah. I think he's a major draw. And that, introdu- that as you mentioned, brings in the storyline of almost a can they coexist kind of thing. Yeah. And and they, they could also put BCC in, in a worse position because Santana and Ortiz have both been um, in Blood and Guts before. And if one of them leaves, it's one less person who's previously been in Blood and Guts. A winner in Blood... Oh no, they lost. But in Blood and Guts. Imagine they both leave. They, they both don't want to do it. And then it's like Homicide and uh, Hernandez join in. I completely doubt that. But you know, the world's an oyster. Or, and all that. or Wardlow and um, who's in the pinnacle? Spears. <laughs> Imagine Spears yeah. like joining Wardlow for like one match. <laughs> I can completely happening surprised we didn't see spears at all today yeah, I don't know. even it's just like uh in the background nodding not sure i'm pretty sure mjf probably just wanted to cut that promo on his own yeah. i i hope this situation doesn't fe- affect spears at all i'm sure it won't yeah um all right so that's our recap of today's episode you want to talk about the bests of the night all right. See. Promo of the night. <clears throat> There's a lot to consider here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, MJF's promo was was phenomenal. Um, JAS's was hilarious with Eddie. Um, even the short little Wardlow Mark Sterling segment was great. But I I don't know. I'm gonna give it to MJF personally. What do you say? Yeah, sure. I don't see why not. Yeah. Best promo in the game. Um. All right. Let's talk about wrestler of the night. And I've got three choices, but feel free to insert a fourth if you want. Um. So. Daniel Garcia, Jamie Hader, Dax Harwood. Daniel Garcia, I love the way he sells stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I really want Garcia versus Kyle O'Reilly. That would be so fun. You'd have two dudes hulking up at the same time. It'd be great. Selling the shit out of stuff. <laughs> it's like selling moves that don't happen. Um. <laughs> all right. So where is this window? Where did it go? Why is this window not showing up? What's happening? Oh, okay. I pulled up the wrong one. You good? Yeah, I was clicking on the wrong window too. That had my matches. All right. So as always, the match of the night we go. We talk about the match 
matches that happened. Go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. So, first up, worst match of the night. With a 5 out of 10. Undisputed Elite and Hikaleo versus everyone else. Heels versus faces. I don't know. I generally don't like large multi-man matches like this. I don't either. I think it's a waste of time. Um, I would have much... You're just telling me that like you have a bunch of stuff that you want to do, but you can't do it all tonight, so... Yeah. Yeah. I would have much preferred like a trios match. Red Dragon, Hikaleo versus all of Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. Like, there you go. Right there. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, with that said, it was, I mean, it was still, I don't know, had some decent moments in it. Uh, next up, 5 out of 10, Johnny Elite versus Miro. It was a squash match without being a squash, a squash match. Uh, next, 6 out of 10, Punk and FTR versus Caster and the Gun Club. It was really fun. Great way to open the show. Um... The, the Gun Brothers are are so much fun to watch, especially Austin. That dude, that dude is hilarious. Yeah, no, Colton definitely feels like he kind of takes himself a little seriously, but Austin just like fucking. Mm-hmm. That's why they're a really good team. It's like it's like yeah. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. A bit. It, it, Bobby's having fun. If Kyle was more ridiculous, yeah, it would it would be about equal. Um, next up, with a seven out of ten, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Really fun, hard hitting match. Um, yeah, push up uh, Jamie and Tony. Give one of them a title shot, please. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of the women's style scene. Alright, next up. Uh, I think uh, I think this is the last match. Yeah, my pick for match of the night. John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia, seven out of ten. Yeah, okay. Ton of fun. Ton of fun. Um I agree. Yeah. I forgot to mention, if you have a question for for us, for our Q&A after the bests of the night, leave it in the chat. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next episode. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live, or go to Twitter at pinfall podcast to ask us a question, DM us, or use the hashtag pinfall preguntas. I'm glad you didn't question that. Okay, there we go. There we go. It was a little delayed. Uh, I did. <laughs> I was thinking of a P. I was like, the only P I could think of is Preguntas. Oh, Preguntas. Love it. Hashtag. Love it. Hashtag Pinfall Preguntas. All right. Well, any uh, questions come in in the chat now that I finally said that? Let me check the YouTube, see if we have... Um, anything while, while I check I want to ask you something yeah I want to I want to since we have a little time I want to ask you like a, a little um what if 
for like a little fantasy booking for Forbidden Door. We've done this a bunch of times, but I'm gonna give you a couple names, and you tell me who you'd want their opponents to be. And they're not gonna be like upper card, like Okada, those guys. All right. So first, show. I'm so bad at fantasy booking. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not going to answer any of these. I'm just going to leave this fully up to you. For once, I'm going to ignore my urges to fantasy book. All right. Show is going to be facing off with who's evil and annoying and bothers me. You want someone evil Adam. against Show? Okay. Yeah, I want their little mastermindy ways to combine. Okay, okay. Um, who is in AW? <laughs> who wrestles in AW? You want me to list off some names? Yeah, give me a couple names. All right, Aaron Solo, Adam Cole, no. Adam no. Page, Alan Angels, no. Alex Reynolds. Oh, you're real slow. Uh, Alex Reynolds, Andrade, Angelico, Angela Parker, Anthony Bowens, Anthony Ugogo, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, Bobby Fish, Brandon Cutler, <laughs> Brian Cage, um, Brian Pillman Jr., Brock Anderson, Brody King, Brian Danielson, Buddy Matthews, Cash Wheeler, Chris Jericho, Christian Cage, Christopher Daniels, Chuck Taylor, CM Punk. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not going to answer your question if you keep riddling off names. Um, maybe... I'd love to see Mr. Buddy Matthews and see um, House of Black have to back up Buddy against House of Torture. Okay, okay. I want the two houses to collide, because the house always wins, but which house? Mm -hmm. um, that, that is a great line. That could definitely be uh, on, on the card. But let me ask you this. What about Show no. versus Danhausen? I would love show not knowing what the fuck to do with Danhausen. <laughs> that would be the funniest match ever. That'd be really funny. I got another one for you. Book an opponent for Robbie Eagles. Robbie Eagles. Okay. Um Robbie Eagles is small, kind of annoying, kind of cute. Um, flippy. Very flippy. I keep thinking of people, and I'm like, no, they're already in NJPW. <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe Jungle Boy. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, they're both like little faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about what about Tai Chi? The Tai Chi. The Tai Chi. Um, <laughs> I'd get Matt Raywald to come over to AW so they could have a. Drama King off. Even though Tai Chi uh, lip syncs? 
and Matt Raywalt's a drama king, so. <laughs> All right. Um, last one. Toriano. Okay. Ooh. Um. God, I don't know. Um. Maybe, dude, maybe Toriano versus Danhausen. Just complete chaos. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's that's going to be too uh, chaotic. All right. All right. I vibe with that. Thank you. I vibe with that. All right. Well, that's all we got as far as questions. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Yes, I would. Um, if you join us today, thank you so much. And if you join us in the thank you so much. Um, happy Pride Month! Woo! Yay! Um, celebrate your local girls and gays by tuning in tomorrow. Um, for our impact show. Um, where we'll talk about impact. If you like that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so please tune in. It'll be super fun. I'll be there. So, it'll be a good time. I'll be there, too. Thank you all so much for Mark watching. Wolf. Follow and subscribe. Uh, all of our social media and stuff where you can check us out is the Pinfall Podcast. That's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Spotify. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine 23 And we'll see you tomorrow for Impact Wrestling. Not quite the go home to slam anniversary, but we're close. And this Sunday, join us for our Hell in a Cell recap. That'll be happening Sunday. Potentially. Night. If we're alive. All right. Thank, thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you all tomorrow for Impact. Have a great rest of your night and start to your Thursday. Bye-bye.